and welcome to the very first episode of We Didn't Start the Fire. Oh, it's a bit of a whirlwind. I, oh yeah, I don't think I was quite ready. <laughs> anyway, anyway, here we go. Um, a few minutes late, that's all right. Um, I'll just remind everyone it is my first show, so please be kind. Um, and here we go. All right, so... Welcome, as I said, first episode of We Didn't Start the Fire. Uh, The history lesson you wish you had. So I wanted to do a bit of an intro and explain why this show came to be and what it's going to be about. Um, Basically, I wanted to do this podcast because about a month ago, the podcast I was listening to finished up and I didn't have a podcast to listen. Like I really needed a new podcast and I really couldn't find one that I enjoyed. Um, So I thought I will start my own. And I come from a long line of family members who are involved in this uh, radio station. So it sort of came to be through that. Um, So here we are. I did start listening to a podcast that has influenced me recently and I apologise to all my family and friends because I've heard lots of different history facts, particularly the Titanic. Um, And that's a show done by two girls in America called Right Answers Mostly. So credit where credit's due. I have taken parts of um, sort of the idea of this um, from their show. Anyway, so the song We Didn't Start the Fire, I came up with in the car on the way home from Lightscape, which was really lovely if anyone's interested in seeing that. Um, it is a song, obviously, by Billy Joel, released in 1989, and it references 118 significant political, cultural, scientific, and sporting events between the years of 1948 to 1989. Um, I thought this was, I've always been interested in this show. I remember, uh, in this song, sorry, I remember looking at it myself in in history and sort of unpacking it. Um, And I just thought it's a great place to start because it basically gives you a list to go off. Um, So that's sort of a bit of an intro of how this came to be. There's a few other reasons, Um, but I thought I'd, also start with a bit about myself. Sorry, I'm a, I'm a bit all over the place. I I um, thought about this podcast in terms of what I talk about factually, but not really the start of it and setting it up and introducing it. So that's why it's a little bit back and forth. But anyway, um, so a bit about me. Ugh. So my name is Eleanor. I don't even know if I've mentioned that. Uh, I am 28 years old and I'm a teacher. I'm um, a teacher at a specialist school on the peninsula and we uh, work with stu- students um, primarily with the with um, autism and also with a lot of comorbid other um, diagnosis. Uh, so that's sort of where I am at the moment teaching. Um, I've also taught in other primary schools on the Mornington Peninsula. Um, I just recently, just a year ago, started living in Langwarren with my partner Jared who is actually my fiance so we're going to we're going to marry um, November 25th this year so we're nearly there which is exciting um, so yeah Langwarren local not a Karam local but um, as I mentioned before my dad oh my brother Donovan was the first 
um, person to have a podcast in this space, podcast live broadcast um, back in his primary school days. So he's in high school now. He actually is here tonight. Hi, Donovan. Hello. It's um, good to get the credit. I think I finally deserved. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I have, I'm the OG. Yeah. But yeah. It's and, I mean, Donovan has sort of snuck in tonight, but that's okay. He just finished up footy training and he ends he ends up here, but he's always welcome. So he sort of started the family, but then my dad took on a podcast, um, had a time slot after Donovan, and then we moved on to my older brother, William, who uh, is here tonight as well. Hello. And William has done such an amazing job. Uh, well, he is doing such an amazing job with all the audio because I don't know how to do that. I just well, sat down and said hello. So Until um, a second ago, I didn't know you were going to use this. But well, why not? You know, but, you're here uh, anyway. Um, uh, then it went on to be my stepmom also does a podcast and now William and Donovan do a podcast together with our cousin Julian. Amanda also does one. My sister, soon to be sister-in-law. Um, lots of different connections on this podcast radio show. So that's how it came to be as well. Um, uh, And also a bit of an interesting fact. Um, My cousin has recently moved to the Gold Coast, which is so upsetting for me. Um, She used to live about 20 minutes away and now she's in the Gold Coast. And another reason I did this, I was conscious of her sort of feeling alone in the early stages of living in Queensland. So I thought, she could pop on me when she's in the car and maybe feeling a bit lonely. She could listen to one of my podcasts. So anyway, a few different reasons and, and history's always been a passion of mine. Okay, so I guess we'll actually get into it. Um, now, everyone expected when I mentioned this podcast that the theme song, like the opening tune would be... Um, uh, we didn't start the fire. It was a given. So obviously I couldn't do that because it was too predictable. So I decided to go with How Bizarre. Um, and it's a bit of a nod to how bizarre history can be. And some of the strange and weird and wonderful things that have happened. Um, I really don't want this to be boring. <laughs> like it might already be, but um, I really want this to be a really interesting space where I break open the fun facts of history more so than I guess, I don't know, some of the heavy stuff that we can sometimes get, um, How you know, um, that comes with, with what history is if that makes any sense. So I hope it's a little bit fun, a little bit um, lighthearted. Um, I might actually mention the number for this station. Please don't um, – well, yeah, please feel free to text in. And as I said, please be kind. Um, so the number is 0493 Eight three one. I'll say it again. Zero four nine three two one three eight three one. Um, we. I have also got my personal phone here, and I've had a few texts already, which is so kind. But if you want to, if you're tuning in, feel free to send me a text on my personal phone too. Um, uh, just one other thing I didn't mention. Um, obviously, I am a teacher. I hope that I can in the future use this podcast as a digital um, history unit as well too. So to sort of, I wouldn't play the intro, but sort of play the episodes to my students. Um, That was another sort of idea that I had with this. All right. So I'm going to, we're going to unpack 
we didn't start the fire. Now, as I said, 118, um, 118 different events in history that it mentions. I'm not going to do 118 episodes. Um, I broke it down into the different phrases, so sort of the different lines. So you, I'll show you what I mean soon. So tonight I'm going to unpack four topics that are fairly brief, but I also have um, a few topic areas I'm really interested in. So it will be the f- um, we didn't start the fire unpacking, let's call it, one week and then the following episode will be a topic of my choice. And I know you you might call me crazy, Donovan, because this might come out of the blue, but next episode will be on Titanic. Wow. That's... That's a surprise, but you're an expert on that, so... Thank you very much. That is a big passion of mine and there's so many bizarre things that happened on the Titanic that you honestly cannot believe, so I'm excited to get into that. Um, I'm going to show you what I mean now by unpacking the first uh, line, Uh, so enjoy. That was so quick. There were some technical difficulties and I don't know if that was on air, but anyway... Um, I will say that again. Harry Truman, Doris Day, Red China, Johnny Ray. That's who we're going to unpack tonight. So here we go. <laughs> Harry Truman, Doris Day, Red China, Johnny Ray. I think I have a text. Oh, it's from my lovely cousin. New favourite radio show already. <laughs> Sorry, William Donovan. Miranda from the Sunshine Coast. Oh. That's so nice. And and my colleague Jane has just texted in saying, go, Eleanor, you're doing great, which is so beautiful. <laughs> That's very, you're very kind, Jane. <laughs> All right, <laughs> let's get to it. So, Harry Truman, born 8th of May, 1984. Sorry, 18, 1884 18, 18, is what I've got written, but that, yeah, no, that, oh my gosh. This is a terrible start. Now, I've got the tech people searching. I'm sure I'm right, 1884, yeah? Sorry, I'm so sorry. That's very embarrassing. So, okay, let's try. Harry Truman, born 8th of May, 1884. He was the 33rd president of the United States. He led the country through World War II and the beginning of the Cold War, so he had a really big job on his shoulders. Uh, his, uh, interestingly, his family couldn't afford for Harry to finish school, so he did not receive a college degree and actually was the last president to not have one. After his time, they brought in the fact that, you, yes, you do need to have a college degree. Uh, he actually fought in World War I. Um, he had really bad eyesight, but he, memorized, he passed the test by memorising the eye chart. Uh, He also authorised the first atomic bomb onto Hiroshima and unfortunately died at age 88 from pneumonia. So there we have Harry Truman. Um, So that sort of uh, gives you a bit of an overview. Not not sort of the average history lesson but more so the fun facts. (laughs) All right. So time for a quick ad from our sponsors. Thank you. 
called TAD to remodel my place. Said I wanted it to be that kind of place. Knee deep in the reno, sinking in our fights. Other shonky builders waking me up at night. And Adam plays the boss man He listens to the customer Don't you remember He built this kitchen He built this kitchen with T-A-D We built this kitchen We built this kitchen with T-A-D We built this kitchen we built this kitchen with T-A-D Oh dear <laughs> I trusted William to play an ad And he chose quite a long one So that we could have a um, a chat about how it's going And then, oh <laughs> I don't know if I want to do that Anyway, thanks, William. Uh, shout out to our sponsors as well. All right, moving on to our next lovely lady that we're going to unpack tonight, Doris Day. I couldn't find much about Doris Day. I'm, I'm going to be upfront and honest. Um, she was an American actress. She was born Doris Kaplanhoff, but a producer advised her to change her name to Day because it sounded more catchy. She was married four times and she briefly dated Ronald Reagan. And she interestingly, but sadly, died of pneumonia as well. So there you go. That's really all I could find about Doris Day. I just wanted to have a shout out to some beautiful people that have texted in, um, particularly um, Lorraine. She's so gorgeous. One of my old colleagues, Lorraine, I love you so much. Um, thank you so much. And thank you to Chris from work who's also listening. <laughs> I sound so dorky, don't I? Um, and Beck. Oh, it's so nice to actually have people I didn't know if anyone would tune in. So it's lovely. Okay. May I tune in? Mm-hmm. I just, since it's the first episode, uh, I thought I would ask a couple of questions that I'm curious about the song. Yeah. But uh, no, if you don't know the answer, it's fine. <laughs> but just as an intro, yeah. I thought, uh, <laughs> um, do you know what the title's about? Or have you? Yeah, so yeah, yeah, I, I have. Um, basically, Billy Joel was talking when he wrote it. He was sort of saying it wasn't us, or it wasn't sort of our generation who um, started all these problems. They actually happened much before um, my time, and sort of the patterns in history that came out was. Um, yeah, some really, some really awful. Obviously, some really awful things. Um, and so he, that's that's his way of sort of saying it. It actually wasn't us. Look what's happened in the past. And f- sorry, a follow up question: mm-hmm. Is there any, um, is there any significance in the order that? that yeah, that, that they're the- they're pretty much all bar about two are in chronological order. Okay, which made it better for my research. Yeah, sure. Don't need anything. No, nothing. It's a good start. (laughs) No, it's a great start. I just thought in an intro episode that those might be good questions. Yeah, thank you. So sorry for bothering. Oh, no, not at all. Dad's just texted in, perhaps, 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 great Doris Day song 
And then he also said you sound great, which is so so kind. <laughs> Lorraine just texted in. This song had another name back in the day, which was I Didn't Fart, You Liar. <laughs> What? <laughs> That's brilliant. What a fun fact. Thank you, Lorraine. And thank you to Darren as well for your very kind message. It's so kind. All right, moving on now. Harry Truman, Doris Day, Red China. So Red China was all about communist China. And this is something that I was a bit worried to dive into because it's not really for, it's not really my cup of tea. So please, if you um, – I should should have said this at the start – this this uh, these facts uh, I've I've researched them from reputable sites. Um, I normally cross check them with sort of two different sites to make sure they're correct and they are um, credible sources. But if there is something that I say wrong or you know something more about a topic, um, please take it for for what it is. And it's simply just a fun little podcast. So don't come at me, please. Um, if you're really into communism and sort of uh, how the government works. Uh, I'm just really skimming over it here. So this is what it will be. Uh, Here we go. So Red China. So communist victory uh, refers to the communist victory in 1945. Communism, I actually wanted a really basic definition of what it is. Donnie, would you be able to define communism for me if someone asked you? Uh, I'm not too good with politics, but. I should know because we're we're studying all about the government and what it's been yeah. like around the past decades. But I suppose communism. Would you like a hint? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a word that gets thrown around, isn't it? But yeah, it is. Um, the the simplest form I found of explaining it was the state of being for the community. So communism, the state of being for. So everything we do is part of the community. Yeah. Um, So economically isolated. So China became economically isolated in the 1950s. They froze their relationships between America and the USSR. Uh, Their grand plan, use industrial technology to improve China's production of steel, coal and electricity. But it failed miserably and it led to famine so 20 million dead um so yeah i think it just goes to show some of the high hopes of um our past politicians and how unfortunately quickly they can crumble and how dangerous they can be i then wanted to look into a little bit of china and really just give some fun facts about china today so shanghai was the only port this is a really lovely fact Shanghai was the only port to accept Jewish people fleeing the Holocaust without an entry visa. All other countries required an entry visa from the Holocaust, which I found really, really interesting. Um, And only two giant pandas in the world don't belong to China and they live in Mexico City. And you'll be pleased to know I have got their names, Zing Zing and Sean Sean. (laughs) So every other giant panda in the world originates and is owned by China. There you go. So that's um, Red China for you. Moving on now to the fourth of the, the four topics. I had another question. Mm. Um, did you say 1948 to, was that 1989? Is that the, the, the song spans? Um, Sorry. 1948 to 1989. 
And what what's the significance of those 41 years? Oh, that was just his time. Okay, As since he that, was born. Uh, I don't know if it's specifically since he was born, but that was sort of the decades that he's been alive for that he could okay. reflect on. Sorry. Okay, Okay, moving on to Johnny Ray, another one that I really couldn't find too much about. I really hope they're just at the start and and continues with lots lots of more free-flowing facts. He was a singer-songwriter, a bit controversial. He was bisexual and in that time um, it was frowned upon. Um, There was um, some arrests made due to that too. Uh, I say controversial, I mean back then obviously. So his fame in America didn't last long as who entered the scene but the Beatles and Elvis. So his claim to fame, um, well, his five minutes of fame, I should say, was actually quickly moved on um, because he had bigger and better – there was bigger and better fish to fry basically. Um, He was actually deaf in his left ear. At age 13, a Boy Scouts um, accident went wrong Um, during a game called Blanket Toss where they tossed the smallest member of Boy Scouts up in the air like a blanket (laughs) and it, um, yeah, it caused uh, him to be deaf in his left ear. Dad's just texted in saying, my granddad's a big fan of Johnny Ray, so that's great to know. So that's actually the end of my four um, my four uh songs uh you know topics for tonight so i thought oh i better look into something to to make this go for longer than 24 minutes (laughs) so i looked into the 19 um the year that these things all happened so the first one's 1948 um and i just thought i'd list some interesting facts about the year so gandhi was actually murdered in 1948 Israel declared an was declared an independent state. Uh, World Health Organization came to be in 1948. Summer Olympics was held in London. Tupperware parties were all the rage. There you go. And also in 1949, we move on to now. Um, a hundred thousand TVs a week were brought in America. So that was the big prime time. Big prime you know, sort of few years that America uh, TVs really started popping up in households. The Pyramid Scheme is born in 1949, all those years ago, the Pyramid Scheme. Silly Putty was produced and was it a hit? It's the number one sold present um, at th- that Christmas time. M- most popular boy's name of that year was William and – LA had their first recorded snow. So there you go. <laughs> That's pretty much all I had done for the first episode. Um, did Silly Putty, did that um, inspire the, the alternative song title? Not sure. We didn't. <laughs> I didn't fight you, liar. Oh. <laughs> uh-huh. Um. So that's basically the first part of We Didn't Start the Fire. Um, as I said, I um, will move into a topic of my own choice and, and I think with the topic of my own choice I will have um, – they will be longer episodes. Um, as I said, the first one's on Titanic. 
Um, and just to give you a bit of a teaser about Titanic, I will tell you um, probably the most interesting fact that I know about the Titanic. And it is that there was a – the person who took on the messages for the iceberg, so his name was Jack and he was sort of the telegraph receiver. He um, was getting me- messages and warnings about – the Titanic, uh, uh, sorry, about the icebergs, and basically they had a two-hour emergency warning. So Jack had to tell the captain about these messages within two hours of um, receiving them and the captain was actually having lunch when he got the first one and he said, yep, that's fine. I expected icebergs at this time of year, all fine. He received three more warnings um, and he actually did receive a warning about the iceberg. But Jack was the only man doing this job. They sort of understaffed this job. So when the final warning about the actual iceberg came in, it was meant to have um, the letters ECG written at the front of it, which means emergency. Um, You need to tell the captain straight away, which is interesting to think that it sort of was held. It was actually in somebody else's hands, the um, the life-saving advice was in a telegraph's telegraph man's hand and he um but anyway of course ECG forgot to they forgot to put that state of emergency on that telegraph so Jack was also in charge of delivering all the passengers messages and he was running around all the halls and he was so angry about all these iceberg warnings. Like he'd already told the captain and they expected them and he wanted them to stop. So I quote, he wrote back, shut up, I'm busy. Yes, he said, shut up, I'm busy to the big iceberg that came. So what did the um, boat do that was delivering those messages that was 20 miles away? They wrote back, "F you, Titanic, we're shutting off communication. Had they have had their communication still on, they would have saved 89% of the boat and would have possibly warned them to again to avoid the whole thing. So there you go. That is a very interesting fact I have about Titanic. Plenty more to come. Um, look, thank you so much for tuning in. I knew this wouldn't go long, um, but I think short and sweet can sometimes be good. Uh, just a quick shout out. I am having dinner at Mum's and... Um, I'm just letting you know, mum, I think she's tuning in. If you could start preparing that. So by the time I get there, we'll be ready to go. Um, thank you again so much for tuning in. If you, if you did, and if you are listening this far, just a quick message from Donovan. Uh, a reminder, did you say this show's fortnightly? Great. Thank you so much for reminding me. And dad's probably sitting there stressing. So I actually um, swap with with dad. So our dad, Mark Beatty, um, he um, he does has this time slot every second week. And I thought um, with my um, schedule, it can be a bit busy. I'm working full time, but I'm also doing some study majors at the moment um, with a counselling degree. So I thought I'll be kind to myself. I'll make this every fortnight. But I didn't want to put on the poster and the reason is because if I wrote fortnightly on the poster, you wouldn't know which week. So Dad did also mention that. So this will actually be a fortnightly show. 
one other very quick thing. One of my dear friends, Catherine, said to me, oh, I'm so sorry to do this, but there's actually an error on the poster. There was an extra apostrophe. I didn't need to have it there. So ironic that a teacher told me that and I'm a teacher. Oh, I just hate myself for it. But I'd already shared it and it already got a bit of traction, which I didn't think it would. So um, please ignore the apostrophe. I've since fixed it up, but it doesn't matter. You've seen it. It, it is what it is anyway. Um, so I'll next be on on Thursday. The oh, mum's texted back. Will do. Thanks, mum. On Thursday the 3rd, it's already moving into August, Thursday the 3rd of August, um, there might be a, a Thursday coming up. Oh, no. Yeah, there will be. There'll be a Thursday coming up and I'll be on school camp. So who knows? You might get a live version from school camp. <laughs> okay, thanks, everyone. I look forward to... To having another episode and thank you so much to William I really appreciate what he's done um he's done all the audio and I I really don't know what I'm doing so do you want to play a Doris Day track together um or sure just an ad <laughs> play a track that's fine thanks everyone bye Come on, Freddy's Kitchen in Station Street for a coffee and something nice to eat. Yeah, the pizzas are great. In fact, all the food rates down at Freddy's Caram Station Street. Come on, come on, come on, down to Freddy's now. Come on, come on, come on, down to Freddy's now. It's a pizza. It's a mystic pizza. Hello, my name is Dave Graney. I am an underworld musician of many years standing. I'm here to ask you to tune in to my fellow traveller, my comrade, Radio Caram.